Hello and welcome, folks, to the 119th episode of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and that fella over there... It's Andy, a.k.a. RJ Retro. Oh, where's he come from? I don't know, he just... um, We let him on once and... (laughs) And now he just keeps cropping up. It's because he's got the link for our call recording. This all feels very Tony. (laughs) Danger, danger. (laughs) Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to our late edition of the 119th episode of the Ministry of Dice podcast. Apologies to all of you who may have been there on your Monday morning commute, fighting fit, mad and ready to have your ear holes pleasured by the fine, luxurious tones of me and Andy, only to find that there was nothing there. No, we weren't. We're late. Apologies. Yeah. As I mentioned in a blog post I made earlier in the week, the first time in nearly five years now, we're creeping up on our fifth anniversary for the podcast, (laughs) we've put an episode out late unintentionally. There's been times where we've rescheduled intentionally because there's been, I don't know, to accommodate a a tournament or something the tournament report but pre-arranged so we've said oh uh everyone remember next episode's going to be at a different time first time in all our in all our years of podcasting that we've ever missed one unintentionally still a good record though isn't it yeah for sure i think that is pretty pretty decent all told but um we're here now anyway we made it eventually well you just about yeah i'm still waning a bit for sure I mean, I don't mind saying I put it on the blog post. Uh, we, we were, we've been unable to record because I've been a poorly boy. I've been on, uh, I've been ill. I've been on some medication. The medication has had a bit of an effect, and it's meant I spent an awful lot of time sleeping. Oh, you lucky boy! And it's not COVID either. That's a nice. No, change. it's not. Yeah, rather unfashionably, I've got one of these like normal normal ailments. <laughs> rather one of these modern ones you know what i mean yeah although you don't even have to self-isolate if you've got covid anymore you can just go out and lick people in the face as much as you want yeah although i mean just broadly speaking that's not recommended behavior covid or not really (laughs) Uh, well unless you're on southampton common i was gonna say no one's ever stopped me (laughs) (laughs) yeah face in little inverted commas (laughs) <laughs> been a funny couple of weeks I, t- I tell you what it did have me thinking about though it did have me thinking about this whole kind of just in time recording thing because i wrote on the blog post and said i don't know anyone knows but this is kind of what this is how the pattern works because everything is so kind of fluid and flexible in the world of dice masters we, we quite often record at the very last possible minute we can because things change or news just turns up out of the blue or, or there's the the promise of some kind of news <laughs> turning up out of the blue yeah, absolutely. You might be given a heads up on a, I don't know, like an upcoming announcement or something. You may have even been given some images only to find that... You can't do anything with them. Yeah, or that an organisation, the publisher, has chosen to use those images themselves on their Twitter account. I don't know, that can sometimes happen. It can. Yeah. Um, and so you sit and wait. You sit and wait. <laughs> we used to, when we first started, we used to have some backup segments, didn't we? we did yeah that's true that, that was something we was something that we used to do i mean i suppose we could dig out one of our dodgy ones in the archive because as i also <laughs> as i also explained in the blog post 
what many people probably don't know is that the sort of 60 to 70 minute episode that we put out is the result of, well, we've been on the phone for an hour now already. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So it's usually an edited down version of a good two, two and a half hours worth of us chunnering on. And there's definitely, as we mentioned before, been segments that we've chopped. (laughs) There is. Yeah. We should dig out some pick of the week of, I don't know, some cards from four or something that we talked about how exciting it's going to hxg we could just reiterate that one can we yeah how excited so maybe, we are on hxg maybe i'll just grab an old segment i've kept it all i'll grab an old segment out of the out of the google drive and just, just chuck it in and see if anyone notices <laughs> <laughs> so there you go so that's something that's been going on but uh, lots of dice master stuff still to talk about despite that uh, despite our, our lateness. But before I do, I always like to ask my friend, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded? Well, we we didn't play last week. No, we, we didn't. did play the week before. And oh, yeah, what was that? That was, we played two games. One game oh, that yeah. I won, one game that you won. Yeah, that was an interesting match, actually. Yes, uh, so, and it was modern, but we could have two golden card choices within the, the, the team. Yeah. Which I thought was quite a good idea because it was mine, um, <laughs> but it was a bit different. We hadn't done it before. I can't think. I can't remember us doing something like that before. But it was, uh, it's quite cool. No, although I'm pretty sure uh, I suspect somebody has played around with some sort of version of that in the past. I'd be very surprised if that hasn't been the case. Not anymore. I've copyrighted it. Oh sure, yeah. That's it. Andy England special, everybody. The Federation of Elite Dice Masters Players presents <laughs> modern, that, <laughs> modern with with two golden cards. Let me grab my team. It was two weeks ago. I can't remember what I played. I picked. I, t- I can tell that I picked a team of some characters with Human Torch and Jade Giant, and I got that Lita because I'm desperate oh. to get that Lita to work. But do you know what? I roll enough psychics that I don't really care. <laughs> Quite often, I can't purchase her because I've rolled psychics too many times, so there's not enough energy. But you got the, f- the psychics anyway. Yeah, I got the psychics, and I can't buy her to make psychics because the sidekicks are there already. But yeah, the Human Torch that was. Um, Good. I had Human Torch. I had that blanking, nasty new shriek. Typhoid that, Mary. Yeah, Typhoid Mary. That I really haven't played much with, probably because I'm playing you. <laughs> yeah, Jay Giant knocked stuff it. out. But I think the, 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 the game I lost was when I bought Jay Giant because I think I stretched too fast where I should have just been throwing stuff into the uh, field to do the ping damage. Yeah, and 100%. 100%. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It was good to play with those old cards. Certainly, if you are hankering for a bit of old school love of the cards you used to play with, be it like the Human Torch or oh, well, there's loads that need to start. Well, it's quite let's, nice. let's, yeah. I mean, let's not um, forget the fact that uh, you said while we were playing, and uh, it's on the you know I've posted the games on YouTube, but you said while we were playing that the motivation to use uh, Human Torch Johnny Storm was because the Super Rare Jubilee in the Dark Phoenix Saga set is effectively a reprint of that card. And so we were basically trying to play <laughs> a little bit Dark Phoenixy in a roundabout way. Yeah, yeah, that the initial thought. We've been talking about it quite a lot over the past few weeks. Hopefully listeners have noticed. So yeah, that Jubilee, just to, to kind of remind us what it does and how it does and get us excited for its release. Saying which, we've not really mentioned it's out now, isn't it? It's out in the, the US. Oh, we've finally yeah. got it. Well in North done. America, yeah, definitely seeing some 
photos knocking around, people cracking open their boxes or trade lists. That's one thing I've noticed. You know, trading has been uh, picking up a little bit of pace. I'm a little unhappy actually because mine I pre-ordered from North America and it's not come. In fact, it's not even been dispatched yet. How rude! Yeah, which is really rather disappointing. Uh, and it seems like I'm not alone. I think there's there's something strange going on. Like some places have got it and some places haven't. Um, some stores seem to be able to get it from their supplier. Some stores can't. There's a, a bit of a thing going on there. There's always a thing going on like that. Well, though, true story. Yeah, true story. Uh, so I was a little disappointed. I was hoping the irony, of course, is that I've got, I've actually got a pre-order here in the UK that I've made a more substantial pre-order I've made here in the UK. I just ordered one countertop from North America so that our content, like the gameplay videos, would have some Dark Phoenix saga cards in them. The motivation was just to stay up to speed with what people might want to be seeing uh, and then it gets delayed and just watch it'll drop in the uk and i'll i'll end up getting my pre-orders here in the united kingdom before whatever's going on over there gets sorted out so yeah um but yeah that human torch super fast outrageously fast especially when you were creating sidekicks the way that you were and we both brought the collector global from the infinity gauntlet set so yeah so you had a wealth of options if you didn't roll them which let's face facts you did but if you didn't roll them, you could have got them anyway. Yeah, I did go over the top in the psychic making options. I had the collector, I had the rally basic action, and I had Lita. Um, although I don't really think I used any of them as much as I should have done um, because the sidekicks come. If you want them, they will come. <laughs> Not in my experience. I roll them when I don't want them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a good game. We played two. And you're right. I think that second game, you, you went for the Jade Giant. It meant that I managed to get just slightly ahead in the race. Yeah, I don't think it was necessary. But no. uh, but I wanted it because, like, you bring it, you want to buy it. Well, sure. Off. Yeah. Uh, uh, that Human Torch, though, and subsequently, therefore, Jubilee, it's deceptive, really, because you think, well, one ping damage, it's no, all right, it's nice. Death by a thousand cuts and all that. But it it snowballs. It does start to accumulate, doesn't it, at quite an extraordinary rate. And it's so fast that it takes control of the whole game because in both games, the one I lost and the one I won, I played my team differently, really, to what I intended to play it as because I was reacting just to the very presence of the Human Torch. Yes, because you had a combo that you wanted to try out, but you didn't even buy the two cards to um, to, to try it out, did you? Because you're trying to <coughs> kind of defend against the ping ping de pong. Yes. Um, and uh, that seems like a very good opportunity to ask you what your team was. Uh, so, yeah, my team, the, the combo I wanted to try out was, so when you said put a golden card slot, two golden card slots on the team, I thought, ah, well, there's that Moon Knight, uh, the one-man Avenger from Infinity Gauntlet that copies the game text of another Avenger. And I've played around with it a little bit. I've been copying some um, She-Hulks and stuff. But obviously there's a wider pool of Avengers available. Um, when you're playing Golden. So I've, I've tried him out recently with Natalia Romanova, the super rare from Civil War. I know how you enjoyed that one. Beautiful. Uh, and this time around, I tried it out with the rare Captain Marvel from Civil War, the Kree-powered one. So what she does is she gives you a second attack step. You have to attack... Oh, hang on. Let me get the card. <laughs> Uh, while Captain Marvel is active, you may have a second attack step immediately following the first. You must attack with at least one character die in each attack step. And Captain Marvel must remain active at the end of your first attack step. So I was going to... Co- She's seven cost, though, so I was going to copy her with Moon Knight, put her out, and then I had 
some fast going on with Black Tom and then the Pingy Jubilee, Jubilationly, the one that pings when she attacks with other bolt characters. So the plan was to copy her, get Moon Knight out and just keep spamming that attack. But because Human Torch was up in the face so much, effectively eliminated the expensive half of my team and just went with Jubilees and Black Widows. Yeah, that Jubilee you can mount up quick when you're buying them and attacking with them and doing the damage. Yeah, that's right. And I had my static field to bring them back to redo it. So the the whole second attack thing, would it was just it turned out it would have just been a win more type situation. Yeah. Been cool to have seen though. Hmm. Yeah, and I'll, you know, I'll keep it in mind. It's one of those little combos. Well, I've always wanted to try and make that Captain Marvel work, but the Moon Knight makes it more accessible yeah. at a more affordable cost, yeah. yeah. Cool. Any other gaming outside of Dice Masters? No, no. I mean, obviously, um, because of the, the personal health situation, there's not been a great deal going on. Fair. Yeah. I bought there's- some new trainers. Oh, you meant you said to me you wanted to mention new trainers, so, uh, yep. Tell us about your trainers. <laughs> so I bought this, like, I've been, like, I walked past, they've been in the front of this in the, the sports shop for quite a while, and I thought, oh, I like them. I like the look of them for ages, like a year. Anyway, I bought them and I wore them to work because I usually wear my trainers to work and then put my smart adult shoes on when I'm there. And everyone slated them. Oh, don't really like your new trainers. Oh. I like, That's a bit harsh, even if you don't like them, you know? So I was like, to the wife, like, what do you think of my new trainers? She's like, yeah, I don't like them either. But the kids like them. Right. And I like them. So I want to know if everyone's old and I'm just like hip happening down with the kids with my sick creps, as they're known. (laughs) Or if I've just passed it and I don't know what's nice anymore. I don't know. You're drippy, bruv. You're drippy. Drippy? What's that? Drippy means when you look good in your clothes. Is it? Now that's how you get down with the kids <laughs> I thought my sick creps was uh was was the, the term no nah, mate that's so that's so like 2017 what you're saying oh, no. <laughs> anyway so they are puma cell regulate trainers c-e-l-l regulate okay in the green let us know listeners have a google search <laughs> are they sick or I'm an old man wearing trainers. What well, didn't help, we went for a walk, and there were three, <laughs> three older gentlemen drunk at half past 11 on the uh, pool harbour, uh, and uh, Ozzy went, Daddy, that guy's got your trainers on. Um, <laughs> it doesn't support my uh, my case very much. but No, that doesn't. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. We'll, <laughs> well take the I'm, poll. I'm, I'm I'm certain the Dice Masters listening community, the, the members of the ministry, will be happy to help you out with Thank that entirely non Dice Masters related thing. Hey, what, what but in other news, oh. yeah, I was going to say, what's the point of doing it if we can't use it for our own personal gain? Well, uh, I suppose. Or shame, not, yeah, yeah, as <laughs> the case may be. Yeah. <laughs> well, in other news, I was going to say one thing I have been doing is I've been watching the two team takedown matches that have been knocking around on. YouTube, there's been a fair oh, number of them. Yeah, there is a playlist, but but that has come to an end. That ended this week. Um, so I suppose we ought to say, yeah, I suppose we ought to say congratulations to the winner. We don't have to. No. 
We, no, we don't have to do anything. This is, this is our podcast. We do whatever we want. Who came last? <laughs> I don't know, actually. I didn't look who came last. <laughs> well, congratulations, whoever came last. <clears throat> well, it seems like the event went very well, though, all told. So a big um, congratulations to Jordo and Nick and uh, the Double Double and Dice team and everyone involved getting it off the ground and running the event. Well our man Rob our man Rob Petterfall from over at Breath Weapon X came second. Did he? Yeah. Oh fantastic. Well done him. Yeah. He had he's, a, he's usually mid table, isn't he? He had a green yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what well <laughs> mid table, top table. Everyone wants to be down on the bottom table with me. That's where the fun's really being. <laughs> that is where the fun is at. That's where the party starts. Absolutely. But yeah, he was running a Green Lantern Human team and a Venerable Dreadnought team as his two teams, I seem to recall. Oh, nice. He was, yeah. he was going for it with those cards, wasn't he? Yeah, well, there was a lot of... I mean, they went full bore, so um, the winning team, one of the winning teams was a Becky Lynch team. Oh. Like a proper full-on Becky Lynch team. Really? Yeah, I think so. It must have been... But I, I don't know who won, but I can imagine that he's one of them. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Rob, for coming second. That's brilliant. It, yeah, not not a full-on, full-on Becky Lynch team, actually, now that I think about it, because Maiden Island, they'd banned it, but I think it was the other Becky Lynch. As it just for you, the global? You, using, no, 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 using the entire same strategy with the ringside announcers and everything, just with the one without the Winfielded effect. Uh, with just the overcrash. Yeah, so the still forecast, just a big old the frightening. I, I, I discovered that forecast one. Did you remember? Yes, do you remember yes, that? You did. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I don't know if uh, if our listeners knew, but you see, Andy here, he's he's one of those people. He's he was the only person to read that card, <laughs> Isn't it? ever. Yeah. Same I with intimidate. Like, like I can't believe that flew under the radar. <laughs> and a tune, Jesus. <laughs> that's what I meant. A tune, intimidate. <laughs> I, I haven't discovered that yet. Give that a year or so. You're about to discover that. <laughs> <laughs> about to be discovered. Hold on to your hats. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll post the link anyway. I'll put the playlist, the two team takedown playlist. Uh, and then finally, uh, one one other thing that has happened in the last two weeks, well, nearly three weeks now, is I have a correction. So the Mystique Dark Phoenix Magneto whole combo thing that I talked about last episode, the yeah. rules rules lawyers assembled. Uh, and corrected me. It's not possible to do the way that I envisioned it. Oh. Yeah. That's so it's something to do with timing and like rules lawyering, and I'm sure one the of the queue. rules nerds had a flowchart involved somewhere in there. Don't forget uh, the queue. The queue. Uh, yeah. Important. Yeah, always got a queue up around things. I'm sure transition and outplay came into the story somewhere too. This This mythical invented zone. <laughs> the transition zone um and so yeah it's, it doesn't work like fabricate did and fabricate was the ko mechanic for the old iron fist uh, version of that so something to do when you play your globals or whatever so if there's anyone out there who got all excited about my mystique combo that i was talking about last episode get yourself back in your cage you, you can't run wild with that one sorry oh, apologies yeah That's so there sad, you go isn't it? However, on that subject, should we tell the listeners a little bit about what we've got coming up in this episode? Yes, I think we should. We've waffled on for long enough. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a, a quick community focus. So uh, talk about an event to for our UK 
player base, and big, then big event, big event, yeah, probably probably the event of the year, really. The Bullbuster Bonanza event. I tried that <laughs> thing that RJ Retro said about just talking without thinking, and that's what came out of my mouth. Ballbuster Bonanza. And then we are going to talk about some combos that we are looking forward to playing from Dark Phoenix Saga, hence the segue from the Mystique combo. And then finally, our last segment is going to be a short one, a bit of speculation on our part. So there's been some social media activity by WizKids that have piqued our interest. So we're just going to do one of our wild assumptions and speculation segments, which we haven't done since back. I don't think we've done one of them since back when Warhammer 40k came out. Oh, well, that could only go well then. Uh, absolutely. And with all yeah. that said and done, that should bring us to the end of the episode. So should we crack on with it, my friend? Let's do it. All right, on to the community focus. This is London calling. Here is the news. Yes, okay, welcome back then, folks, and this is the news, and uh, our worldwide listeners will have to just sit tight with us for a few minutes, because this next segment is aimed entirely at the UK-based community, because on Saturday, the 4th of June, at the UK Games Expo, we will be holding the next UK Games Expo MODPDM event. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to be involved with the UK Games Expo. Um, it's great that they've invited us back again this year to run an event. I think we've said it many times before, so some of our more longer-standing listeners will have heard us speak of this, but the UK Games Expo has got a long legacy for involvement with Dice Masters and for UK-based players. I mean, back in the days when we used to have UK National Championships, a number of them took place at the UK Games Expo. In fact, there's only been one year, I think, where there wasn't any Dice Masters on at all. 2017, a vintage year. Oh, indeed, indeed. You're not on UK National Champion unless you've won it while sat next to the stinkiest toilet known to man in a dungeon in Manchester. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Who's um, who's won a national championship event next to a stinky toilet in a dungeon in Manchester? That'd be me. I went to Wales, mate. I'll tell you about it sometime. <laughs> sure Back of the dice, ba- <laughs> right in the dice bag. <laughs> Elite Federation of Dice Buses. Any more <laughs> repeated to the ends of the earth jokes? You want? We can add it in. Everybody, a little knows. known fact. <laughs> <laughs> a true story <laughs> everybody knows the finest British comedy one of the cornerstones of the finest in British comedy is you know memorable repeatable catchphrases repetition 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 is it though you think I'm bothered see there you go. only me uh, there you are sure yeah nice in milk brilliant <laughs> <laughs> suits you sir <laughs> Yeah, there you go. There you go. Is that enough examples? <laughs> anyway, so yes, what we're saying is you that all bar, Rodney. <laughs> all bar one UK national champions have taken place at the UK Games Expo and is indeed a humongous event. It is a massive event based in the Birmingham NEC. Is that where it is? Yeah, uh, well, is That's it still NEC? called Birmingham NEC? I don't even know if it's still called that anymore, but it's the big convention centre thing. In Birmingham. It's massive. It's huge. 
Yeah, and uh, last year was a much smaller event due to kind of sort of restricted ticket sales COVID. and you know, COVID safety controls and all that kind of stuff. But I think the view is that it's back up to full fighting strength. So it's a, a number of convention halls. Um, so it's a, it's a great weekend for a gamer just to, you know, have a little trip away, play some games, check out some demos of some new releases, find some really unique, obscure dice. <laughs> Seems to be a lot of dice for sale. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, but we're taking our event is on the Saturday, so it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, convention. But our event's taking place on the Saturday. We're kicking off at one in the afternoon on the Saturday, and asking people to check in at twelve thirty. We're just going to do the the kind of standard MOD PDM philosophy: Swiss rounds only, no top cuts. Um, so the winner will be determined by Swiss round performance. Although we are doing best of one over thirty five minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's just really because to sort of make sure that we don't end up playing deep into the, <laughs> deep into the night. Fair. Because um, I've, I've tagged the five rounds at time on this time around. Yeah, and it's modern. Did you mention it was modern constructed? No, but that's the reason why I put the five rounds on at time. Yeah, so we should all be done in 35 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Modern constructed, uh, standard WizKids ban lists whatever that may be at the time uh all sets legal anything that's released up to a week in advance of the event so that's good it will be a ticketed event with prizes the entry for the dice masters is 10 pound but then also do please bear in mind that you need an entry ticket to the expo itself so one of the reasons we've booked in we've taken the 1 p.m tournament table slot is so that if people are coming for the day they can use their UK Games Expo entry ticket to enjoy the convention for a few hours in the morning also. Yeah, there's loads to see and do and buy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's not uh, an official event, but we are in, being endorsed by WizKids, so that's a nice position to be in. Uh, and that's sending that's us about, any stuff. Well, you know I never like to say that until, you know, the stuff they're sending me is here. Okay. <laughs> in are my they hand. sending us any stuff? I mean, they've said they've said they're going to sort us out some stuff. They said there might be some interesting stuff by that point of the year, but awesome. you know how the you know how these things go. Yeah, okay. We've been here before. <laughs> That's right. Out to our Hulk Green Goliath will be available yet again. <laughs> <laughs> Melinda May's all round. Yeah, and, if anyone wants to, or a Terry McGuinness, we'll yeah, sort any, it <laughs> If you have not got a Melinda May or a Terry McGuinness. Let me know. I'll yeah. bring come, you. Come to the UK set. Games Expo. You, you're guaranteed, guaranteed. Your ten pound ticket gets you entry into the event, and a guaranteed Melinda May or Terry McGuinness. Slander, prismatic spray, foils. <laughs> I got your back. <laughs> I actually asked Jimmy once. I said, "How many of these Melinda Mays did you actually print?" <laughs> and he was just like, "Well, clearly, far too many." <laughs> oh dear but uh yeah it is an endorsed event um watch this space for more news and information as to what that actually means as the t- date gets closer it's getting uh, closer already well it is yeah but you know how i like to drip feed bits out to keep the excitement yeah. and generate interest oh, you're like um, a so please plus do- season. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah but please do make your way over and buy the ticket uh one of the things that as always um, if demand for competitive table space increases for other games, we're not, you know, we need to make sure there's tickets sold to guarantee the place. So 
um, please do make your way over. It's also useful that we get an estimate of numbers. Estimate? An estimate of numbers. Estimate. Um, yeah, so that if they can, they'll reallocate table space to other events and such like, if you know what I mean. So, uh, to maximize the Games Expo's opportunities. So, Amazing. or if there's loads that. of us, then give us more space. Well, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's that. There's the UK Games Expo. So, face to face event at a convention, classic MOD PDM, but it's full on modern constructed. Beast mode activated. Yeah, I mean that's that's not common for us, is it, to do modern like that? It's not, but we've not we've not had a chance to do anything, have we, for ages? So let's let's get in there with the bring no, your best. Sure. And th- there's going to be at least one new set, if not two, by that point. So we just figured let's just let everyone cut loose with the new stuff. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's good. Mm. Very exciting UK Games Expo, people. We'll see you there. Yes, okay, welcome back then, folks. And this next segment now is Combos We'd Like to Try, focusing on the Dark Phoenix Saga set. In fact, if you've hung out on our YouTube channel at all, you'll have seen that this is one of the kind of YouTube vid themes that we like to spring up every now and again. Mm. Um, so, yeah, when you said Combos We'd Like to Try, it was a little bit like a theme tune kind of jingle. All right. Well, if you want to get on that, get on that. But I'm planning. I need to edit and turn this around quick, sharp this week. Oh, so don't, no, don't silly dally. No, I won't. No. A bit of basic concept, very straightforward. It's just talking about uh, some of the cards that have caught our eye, kind of pick of the week style. But the added element is that it's about the combo. So there'll be two or three cards involved in what's taking place here. And so we picked one each, just a combo. I get the feeling mine's more of a wombo combo janky kind of thing. I think Andy's is a bit more uh, competitive in tone. But uh, would you like to go first, sir, or shall I? Uh, yeah, yeah, I w- I'll go first. It's all right. Um, let's get the rubbish one out of the way. I was just thinking that the cards that I'm looking forward to trying out, and no doubt a lot of other people are as well, if we can get our hands on them, <laughs> if you can help. <laughs> If you can find it, maybe you can try the Super Rare Master Mold, which you never know. I'm hoping it might be the one. There's so many Super Rares, though, now. I'm just scrolling through. So the, the the chances aren't as great as they were before. Getting the Super Rare you wanted wasn't that easy in the first place. But it's Ender Sentinels, the one where Master Mold is the six cost, he's a shield, and when you field him, when Master Mold attacks or when Master Mold is KO'd, you place a 5-5 Sentinel token into the field zone. It's got to be fun to try. So it's like, what goes with that? What would be fun with that? So, um, or not even necessarily fun, but what would work well with it? And one thing with tokens is that they can get intimidated off. Mm -hmm. So my first thought was, let's ask Chris, uh, what (laughs) cards would stop um, things getting uh, intimidated off? And you said in the WWE set, there was a man called... Dave. John Cena. How how did I forget John Cena? You um, can't see him. <laughs> peacekeeper, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Do you really want to do you really want to take It's coming on telly soon over here, finally. Oh yeah, I saw that. It's quite soon. Yeah. Um because he protects from intimidate, so that would be a good way of making sure your tokens don't go anywhere. Um, John Cena, John beginning with a J, which apparently I'm unable to. Uh, there we go. 
John Cena, four cost fist, the Cination leader. Intimidate when fielded, blah, 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 blah. Uh, while John Cena is active, your superstar dice cannot be targeted by Intimidate. Uh, however, this is his downfall is about to come now. He's one five two two six two three six four. Oh, John Cena, your fielding costs are disgusting. Yeah. Three? Yeah. Played so. What? That's crap. Well, you know, it still does the job. It's a good defendy one. And to be fair, you're not going to have to spend out much for fielding stuff because if the master mold's out, he's going to be pooping out little sentinels left, right, and center mm-hmm. if you're using them right. Inset, there's the uh, Phoenix, Dark Phoenix herself and her global to yeah. uh, to knock him out and get that extra token, um, knocking him out in your opponent's turn to refield him and keeping him alive to give some options all that kind of jazz so there's going to be tokens running left right and center so the other thing is do the tokens the tokens aren't going to have an affiliation are they they're just nope. tokens so we need some kind of generic kind of buffer to try and buff those little boys up as quickly. well they're five five already though aren't they i mean they are yeah do they really need buffing i would oh. argue not you probably don't because it's pooping out like loads of damage so i suppose it's getting that damage through so unblockable stuff what makes stuff unblockable uh what makes stuff unblockable there was something that made things unblockable wasn't it was it a specific thing yeah the the global that makes sidekicks unblockable is there anything that we can it's not a well thought out segment by me no apparently not (laughs) Can you can you make stuff um, allies? No. Oh, that, oh, that'd be more fun, wouldn't it? No. What and then insect plague in it? Yeah, and golden yeah. and flowing, throwing one through because you only need to do five, 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 and five, and you'd be you'd be sorted. No, you'd, you'd probably be looking at I don't know some sort of board clear, large area of effect. Like chuck a venerable dreadnought on there, um, and range some stuff off with a seething corruption. Um, yeah, or do or that with the thing you know, that with you the do with that's coming in Kryptonite Crisis. The little uh, thiefy man, Manchun. Uh, Manchun, yeah, Manchun and seething corruption. Um, that's a big setup, though. That's a master master molds a six cost, isn't it? Um, it is. So it might even just be worth just getting stuff to get him quicker. So mitigate. Yeah. Mitigate instead of mitigating but fielding or clearing the board, just overrun them with little tokens, which has got to be quite quick anyway. So, do you need that many? So, what's it's there? Becky Lynch Global for the global, just to, to kind of drag one through. Um, what's New Heimdall? HXG uh, is now PXHG. Yeah, or the, isn't, yeah. isn't there a Professor X that does the move two across? Uh no, is there not? Oh uh yes, there is. Sorry, it's in. Um, I was thinking of Professor X in the new set, but there's the one from the campaign box, isn't there? X Men Forever. That's the one you're thinking of. Oh look at me. <laughs> yeah, I was well. Got- like I just got that completely wrong. <laughs> Shouldn't be on this podcast. Um, but if you're putting the Dark Phoenix Saga Global on that, I mean that you know you're putting that on in order to KO your Master Mold anyway. But yeah. that's that's the discount. That gives you a discount too, doesn't it? So maybe you just want to maybe look for some kind of engine of globals, including them, just to get that six o'clock cost super cheap. That John Cena as a, a backup. I think I don't think you'd bother it if you're you're getting really decimated by Intimidate. But 
if you're dropping two two to three tokens a turn, so they've got to be what filled in, rolling and filled in three nasties. The little two cost intimidator, the gazer. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, my brain's all mushy. Um, <laughs> and I'm the one who's been ill. I know, right? So if you filled in the, the the gazers, that's three a turn. Like intimidate isn't as quick as you think. I thought it was going to be brilliant, and then it's like. Mm. And then they come back at the end. Well, tokens don't, but... Um, yeah, uh, Intimidate's only really removal on your turn, isn't it? That's the thing. So if you need to get rid of defensive measures that are going to stop you from winning, then it's great. Uh, but Intimidate it isn't all that tremendous, broadly speaking. But it is Godcatcher removal. It is Sentinel token removal. Yeah. So if you KO a token, here's one. Mm-hmm. Is that going to count towards your Dark Phoenix Global? Well... Oh, uh, yeah, I think it does, because the token definition says that it's considered a level one character dice with a purchase cost of zero, doesn't it? Yes, so, it does. Yeah, so it would count. It just, obviously, you wouldn't get that dice in prep. No, but you, you it's it's almost like you can fill the master mold, get a token, attack with him, get a token. If you've got a couple of bolts, it's make. I know you get rid of what is a big old chunky defensive defensive and attacking piece but on the flip side you're going to make loads of them so you could get rid of two and get a four discount on the 12 cost supreme intelligence which we're all dying to get hands on um but yeah, right, there's well, some good options I, I, you I'm, know. I'm quite quite certain that there are folks out there who have put a great deal of thought into the master mold and what would combo well with it up till now so let's throw it out to the audience and uh someone help andy out yeah, there, get, there's get, get that together. Thoughts forming. Yeah, yeah, because I think people will have been putting some thought into, like you say, challenge number one, getting your master mold out nice and quick, and then challenge number two, once you've built your army of tokens, how to drive that damage through. You know, if so. I had two years to think about it. I probably should have put my mind on it a bit sooner, shouldn't I? Well, yeah. I mean, in fact, long longer because we spoiled it. We'd seen the master mold card we before. Did. Before it even gone public. So, yeah, the help Andy out, Master Mold. What, what's people thinking of? I know there's folks brewing out there with that right now. And we'll have probably already had it on a table in their local gaming store up till now. So what worked? Let us know. Yeah, definitely. What is the hotness that goes with that? Let us know. Yeah. Okay. Well, over to me then, I suppose, now, is it? Yeah, you can do a, a really well thought out one. Yeah, well, I mean, mine's... Um, so one of the combos that has been on my mind since... Many of the spoilers, actually, from the Dark Phoenix saga has been the Hope Summers-Rachel Summers combo, which has been, was an old kind of, uh, we called it the Hopal combo. combo. And this was all about copying a seven-cost Rachel Summers, the uh, Rachel Summers prestige. And what happened, when Rachel Summers was KO'd, no, sorry, if another X-Men character was KO'd, uh, then all of the characters got KO'd except for Rachel Summers. So it was just this massive, like, you know, apocalyptic board clear kind of situation. And the idea was that you copy the seven cost Rachel Summers with your hope, field your hope, and then have a X-Men scrub. Uh, you know, folks played around with Jubilees and what have you with it. KO the Jubilee in your opponent's turn using something like, uh, was it a Nylor Global? I mean, that work. Yeah, uh, KO it in your opponent's turn and then just have this massive board clear and then just hope for the best and roll in your own characters to go for a big attack. And there was some some, some stuff that was going on with a, um, uh, what's his name, Warpath character. Was it Warpath? 
so yeah, there was some stuff with uh, a warpath or whatever the character's called in <laughs> in Dice Masters. <laughs> well, his, his name was James uh, Proudstar, wasn't it? Maybe it's uh, <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was some, there was also all sorts of things there to like protect your characters, but it never quite came together. It never sort of fully worked. But one card that caught my eye that I thought was interesting was the super rare Corsair. Corsair, back from outer space. He's a five-cost fist. But his game text reads, if four or more of your character dice were KO'd this turn, you may prep a Corsair die from its card. And he's got deadly. So it's not competitive. It's not even all that impressive. But I just kind of want to <laughs> kill my own characters with a Rachel Summers, or I hope Rachel Summers combo, to get a free Corsair. <laughs> It's it's as simple as that. <laughs> but I just think it's a nice way of kind of increasing your chances of rolling in a good character. And Corsair's got decent stats. He's not three four, one three five, one four five. Um so nice and cheap on the fielding cost, pretty decent chunk, just to suddenly boost up your ranks, you know. Yeah, to be fair, if you are trying that team out though, that's a bit of a no brainer to put in there just to get the extra Yeah, just to meet on the field. Yeah, absolutely. Just a little bonus. So the the key thing is about KOing your own characters in your opponent's turn, which you can clearly do with the Dark Phoenix Saga Global. So uh, Dark Phoenix Saga, the Dark Phoenix Global. So you've got you've got the tools in which to do it. So it's all about setup. Hope's nice and cheap at a three cost. There is an abundance of X Men characters now to pair up with Hope that you can use oh, as, the, uh, as the as uh, the the KOable fodder you know, for um, triggering the hope. And then it's just, I don't know, I was just thinking cheap, easy to get your hands on X-Men, like took a two-cost angel in, took a two-cost beast in, <laughs> you know what I mean? A Jubilee, whatever. Um, maybe a Moira McTaggart. In fact, what the the, uh, the Moira with the loyalty tokens might be interesting, actually, because she gets loyalty tokens when you field X-Men characters. Oh, with a purchase cost of three or more, though. Uh, but, um, yeah, I was just uh, just like a, something to hang an X-Men team off for a fun little list. I thought a, a free Corsair would be would be a fun idea. Anything free is good. Yeah, like I say, I'm not going to set the world alight with that one, but I just thought it might be... I feel like maybe Hope Rachel might have a new lease of life or a space for it to be re-experimented with in light of all the new X-Men that have come along. Uh, and he just caught my eye as a, a nice little combo piece with that. But we all know that if you're thinking X-Men, you're thinking that uh, <clears throat> Pietro Rasputin reprint, that's the only thing that's going to be in your grabby mitts for the next six months. <laughs> well, that is uh, undeniably a team that I'm planning on making, but as far as combo pieces with that one, just any bit of control, any bit of control that I fancy. I'll make it all X-Men. With hope in him. No, no, that's not going to be an all X-Men team. That's going to be a control team. A horribly oppressive control team. I look forward to that one. (laughs) Entirely designed to annoy and frustrate my opponent until I'm ready to put Colossus out in the field. Oh, no, wait. Don't have to wait, because my hope will have done the work already. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, there you go. Corsair, super rare. Uh, and I, th- I was just thinking, like, oh, as a super rare card, folks might be like, when four of my dice are KO'd in the same turn, I mean, how often is that going to happen? 
Well, you can control that with your Hope Rachel combo. Hope or combo. Yep. So there you go. It's not going to set the world alight. I don't think it's particularly competitive. Just one of those fun little achievement and a lot of things that I want to try and do. 100%. Well, the idea behind us talking about this today is to get your, you know, your your brain matter pumping, your juices flowing. This RJ talking whilst not thinking is not working for me. Uh, <laughs> I know you am there as well. That's a shame. But yeah, uh, whilst we in the UK are waiting for it, let's have a mull over and see what we can do with the cards for you guys over in the US that have got it in your hands and playing with it now. What combos have you tried, tested, found out? Have you played much outside of the set yet? Or are you just loving that you're drafting all these new cards and playing with the new stuff? Um, I'm sure there's some of you out there who's got things brewing away, waiting for the next modern event to crop up to let us know. Or you won't because you'll be holding it ready to go. But anything not too competitive you want to share, we'll be more than happy to discuss it. So do let us know. There we go. Yeah, great. Okay, then. Well, um, we'll wrap that one up there. We'll keep our eyes out for uh, your comments and feedback on the set. But let's move on to our third and final segment. Right. Okay, then, folks. Welcome back. And this last segment now, it's only a short one, really, but it is, as I said in the intro, one of our uh, wild assumptions and crazy speculations kind of segments. If you've been out and about on the social medias and you follow WizKids, you'll have seen that Earlier on last week, there were two kind of mysterious images that were posted, Dice Masters related, with no context applied to them at all. Uh, I'll make sure these two images are in the show notes over on BritRoller6.com, but they were two different coloured sidekick dice, one in a kind of yellowy kind of design and one in a sort of purpley kind of design. What does it mean? What does it mean? Yeah, so we were going to speculate about that now. Now, in fact, they're probably going to release what it means in the short period between us recording and us releasing, making this whole segment a pile of pants. Quite possibly, yeah. Uh, so the, the simple fact of the matter is, folks, that we, we know a little bit more. We've got, we've got about 10%, maybe 15% more information than, than, than is out in the public right now. So we know there's more dice that we know, and we know that there is an intention to announce what it is. Um, and in my correspondence with WizKids, I, I've fished and fielded some guesses and it, well it's basically become a fun guessing game they're just teasing me with it now um so we thought it'd be nice to share those guesses and make some speculation uh, and see what it could be all about now a couple of points the first is that there's been some observations that the symbols the psychic symbols are in the wrong place that's not Who relevant notice i know tell me about it but people do Mate. People do, um, but it's not relevant. That's not relevant at all. I know. I know that that's not relevant. Okay. Uh, we also know that there's other dice, and these dice are characters, which will influence our speculation as well. So, uh, I had a few ideas as to what it could be. Right. I, got I was wondering. I was wondering if maybe WizKids are about to announce a convention tournament schedule. Ooh. Maybe a. Maybe a US Nat to the Worlds, perhaps, at um, like Gen Con or Origins, something like that. Graceland, thank you very much. Uh-huh. Yeah, or, or a Graceland towards the back end of the year. And these form part of the prize pool, perhaps, along with <sighs> along with the other character dice that we've seen. That, so that was would be exciting. One. Yeah, well, it certainly would be for folks in North America. Um, what that means for us worldwide, I don't know. But that was, so, that was something, because uh, when we last spoke to Jimmy, he was talking about the fact that they were discussing what their 2022 
convention schedule could look like and they were tentatively waiting to see how some things with covid panned out and blah 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 so maybe they feel like that's panned out to the point where they're ready to announce a tournament schedule and they've started putting together the prize pool i mean there's certainly precedent for that we've had the gold sidekicks in the yeah. 2018 national championships and uh, those yellowy ones may yeah. even be them you can't tell it's like a graphic designed image version but it could be yeah could there. well be Parking at them coming out again. Yeah, so that's um, that's something there. Or at the very least, um, one thing we do know from our time with Jimmy when he's been on the podcast, he said they're looking at new and interesting ways of putting OP kits together. So it might not be quite as big as you know, full-on, is your national event type thing. But it could well be a new twist on the OP kit. Could be. Yeah, so... That, that's option number two. Maybe it's not a, a convention schedule announcement with some prizes announced alongside it. Maybe it's just simply the next in their new kind of OP kit regime with some further in-store support of some description. Maybe something to promote drafting. Uh, one piece of speculation from um, our friend Odo, oh it's Red Mage, was that the colours were interesting. He said, well, the yellow and the purple are very kind of x Meni and Brotherhood of Evil Mutiny. They are. Yeah, so he wondered if there was something like a sort of draft campaign set or something in Ooh. store to to play the two teams off one another, which I thought was interesting. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. that that could that could you know be a good and evil one team and the other. Yeah, yeah. So like a um, like an in store bring a friend kit kind of thing. Um, you know, draft. Um, a dark phoenix draft and one of you takes the brotherhood dice and stuff and one of you takes the x-men i don't know something along those lines you know what i mean yeah i was thinking like a few a few episodes back we we're speaking about different bits and the releases and one thing that we clocked was that if you're looking for new players they're going to need sidekicks yeah and obviously you you, you took what you know you turn up and you grab some of these draft packs and you're not going to be able to play so i thought there's some kind of small starter kit, maybe a, a a team pack slash starter kit slash thing with sidekicks, a couple of characters to get you going, all bundled in, boxed up and chucked out the door, ready to uh, to to take into account all the new players that they want to get in. Yeah, possibly, possibly. I mean, I, I do certainly know a uh, little peek behind the curtain, guys. Uh, this never came to fruition, but I know at one point, some um, some time ago now. I mean, literally, like. In the days before COVID, there was talk of these sort of in-store, sort of get you started on drafting um, kind of kits that had, as Andy's just described, a, a mini starter set almost. Um, so it could, could form part of that. So Because it could be like a little like starter pack with 8 or 16. 16 dice would probably be better, but maybe 8. And then, do you know how in the campaign box, you the old, old um, collector's boxes, you had a little a nice little nugget of a, an old art, mm. um, maybe some kind of little something to sweeten the deal. So <laughs> the likes of you and I that have got more sidekicks than you know what to do with quite literally um, boxes of sidekicks in their attic will go, oh, I'll buy that as well <laughs> because that's exactly what I need, more sidekick dice because it's got a, a shiny little extra in it and they're slightly different colour. Yeah, that could very well be the case. Because it'll work, I will buy it. And even Um, better, they have the cards as max four, but only one in there. So we go out (laughs) and we buy four packs. There's none left for the new players because that's (laughs) 
old schoolers have gone and made sure we've got a max set of dice. And they're and I'm going to end up with out. 32 yellow and 32 purple yeah. sidekick dice to add to the box. Yeah. <laughs> but then we put it on eBay at an uplift <laughs> and they can, no one can get hold of them because we've already bought them all. That's, yeah. the, that's um, cynical thinking. Indeed, but, but there's... A- there's option three, some sort of starter or in-store, you know, single-player, yeah. get-your-mate-started kind of set. Uh, I'd like of it to be that one, because I think that yeah. would make sense. And then our fourth and final kind of on-the-speculation list is, is this indicating a preview of a release beyond what has already been announced? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we we obviously know... We're running out the release schedule that was announced at Gen Con about 15 years ago or whatever, yeah. <laughs> which was Infinity Gauntlet, Dark Phoenix Saga, Kryptonite Crisis, the Fantastic Four versus Galactus, Secret Wars, and then House of X. Uh, now, House of X has disappeared off the solicits. Don't really know what's going on with that, but we're, we're, we're one into the four that were um, announced. So are kids now feeling like the time's right to perhaps start hinting or putting word out about what the back end of 2022 or let's face facts what the 2023 releases are going to look like um so maybe another kind of fantastic four versus galactus style starter set or something what's what's pink and yellow what's pink and yellow or purple and yellow oh you you mean like they um, they would go towards like character colors or something yeah Or, you know, team, like X-Men's very blue and yellow, isn't it, from the the cartoon? Oh, it's got a very yellow vibe in the, the X. And uh, yeah, you're right in X, like the even the affiliation symbols, EX is very yellow for X-Men, mm-hmm. and the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants is very red and purple. So that does go. But if it's not that, what kind of other things could it be? Yeah, I don't you know. know. Other thing. Like the Avengers A is quite yellow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, uh, I mean, Justice could... League JL is that's quite yellow, but you you don't really associate those ca- colours with those things. Avengers always is quite blue in my head. Although I don't know why. Uh, Captain America, maybe because Captain America's uniform. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but there you go. There's our four our four speculations. Um, so uh, should to. Yeah, we should know soon. And as you say, by the time I've edited this and put it out, the world may even know. And I don't have to be so kind of furtively ambiguous about the other other image, dice image that we've been given. But to uh, yeah, to recap, uh, convention tournament schedule, large tournaments uh, at conventions, Origins, Gen Con, perhaps a, uh, an independent event at Graceland's again with some sort of prizing announcement attached to that that involves these dice. Uh, or maybe it's just a smaller local level prizing kit, the next in their new regime of OP kits. Is it some sort of get yourself started, a starter set, one player starter, or a, you know, um, a bring your friend to play, get, get a sidekick pack with some basic action dice and uh, a fold out play mat or something? Or is it the start of a preview of a piece of product beyond that which has been announced? That's our four guesses. Are we right? We'll find out. Hopefully, we can revisit this in the next segment. Not next segment, next episode. And uh, talk about it a bit more. Yeah, we might even be able to revisit and talk about it a little bit more with some assistance in that conversation. 
oh, RJ ain't coming back, is he? He keeps butting in on me the other, like, he's <laughs> twice he's done that to me now. But um, what, it oh, is RJ. I like yeah, him, sure. he's nice, but he, oh, he keeps cutting. I feel he's trying to take him over from me. No. He's got this toe in the water and he's thinking he's going to you know, leave me out. Got a taste and, for it again. After after years of being away with Dice Busters podcasting, just that, we we gave him that little taste of it last time. I've been trying me, me talk quick for my brain don't keep up. So I yeah, well, end up forgetting well, cards like Gazer. He's, he's definitely capable of doing that. Yeah, He, he is. Yeah. I, I'm worried. Hmm. Well, in any case, folks, let us know what your speculation is. If this episode does get out in time before the announcement's made, then um, great. Who knows? I mean, I mean, the way whiskey's roll, the announcement may never arrive. We could have been teased something that will never become. Yeah, <laughs> 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 and we've just done fifteen minutes on it in a podcast that will go nowhere. Be another five years' time, we'd be like, "Do you remember those pink dice that they put a picture out and they did absolutely yeah f all about?" <laughs> Yeah. So there's option. In fact, let's chuck that in. That's option yeah. number five. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> we can't rule it out. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, let's take us into the outro now then. <laughs> Well, there we are then, folks. As all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we did. So I was, <laughs> I was waiting to see if RJ Retro is going to cut in on me again <laughs> who knows and there's definitely been a third person in this call for the duration just lurking around in the back it? um just says guest though so guest yeah what is yeah. that all about what is that all about so there we are then folks uh you know all the ways to reach us if you do have any feedback or comments uh so if you've got some master mold combo ideas you want to share with andy if you've got some speculation about what those two multicolored sidekicks could be if you've got an option to throw in the mix in our wild speculation and crazy assumptions space then uh you can reach us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash the ministry of dice you can reach us on twitter at Rip Roller Mr. Six, I think. I've got my own Twitter. Is it true, Mr. Six? I, did I change it back? <laughs> I think I might oh, have changed it back. I don't know Twitter. Twitter. I don't know Twitter. It's it all about is the Snapchat. It's it? at Brit Roller Mr. Six. B R I T R O double L E R M R S I X. So you can reach us there. You can come join our Discord. There'll be a link to join our Discord channel in the show notes down below. That's about or, it. That's everywhere. Facebook. No, you go to bitroller6.com, sl- scroll to the bottom of the screen and hit the contact us button and send us an email. Email, email. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, Barton, happy birthday for about six weeks ago or whatever it was you sent that email. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. Barton. Happy birthday to you. And many more. That's right. We are available for birthday shout-outs, obituaries. Timely uh, birthday shout-outs as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if you have a problem and you want to talk about it, about Dice Masters, about life, do get in touch, and we can discuss it in front of the many, many listeners that we have, many of which will have social problems just like yourself. And we can help us all together. 
We are gamers. We are one. What are you? Right. Put this whole RJ thing. Of I'm trying. I want to bed. I, I just want to get better. <laughs> it's just not. It's just not working for you. I just want to get better. It's, it's just not working for you. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back. I normally say we'll be back in two weeks, but it will be more like a week and a bit by the time I've got this episode out uh, this week. Uh, in the meantime, though, I've been Chris, otherwise known online as Dreamers Sex, and I've been Andy, aka Not. RJ Retro. Mm, clearly. See you later, folks. Ooh, harsh. Yeah, maybe maybe you just need to think it through just a little bit more before you start talking. <laughs> maybe the yeah. RJ re- method's not for you. <laughs> it's really not, is it? Let's just keep talking and then uh, it will come to me and I'll just keep on talking and talk words and words will come to my mouth and mouth will come to me and then, and then yeah, yeah. I've got the brain that works fast enough to do that. <laughs> I right forgot then. gazer. Like, I was like, why am I forgetting gazer? I know what gazer is. Why my brain stopped work? Because you were trying to move faster. That's uh, you were trying to, yeah. Uh, well, tortoise in the hair. Always Indeed. been a fan of that story. For now, now I know why. <laughs>